Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Musician Memoirs on the In the Pocket with Chip G podcast. I am your humble host, Kevin Chip Ginyard, and I'm hyped to be here with you again on this Wednesday night. We're going to talk about the music industry. We're going to talk about how to stay in the pocket, how to find your niche in whatever industry you're in. I'm very excited tonight. Uh, I missed you guys, and we're back to create new content. Thank you all for taking time out on your Wednesday night to chill with us. We're going to dig in and just learn something, get something that's going to help you be better people, better creators in this industry and in whatever industry you're in, whether it be music, arts, film, media, you know, whatever you're geared to or whatever your passion is, I want to help inspire you to create new content, new ideas, write the book, create the podcast, write the song. And I'm bringing in people that have experience in these industries and they're going to help you in your journey. So I'm super excited tonight to talk to one of my good friends that I've known for forever. Have you ever know somebody so long you don't even remember how you met them? Yeah, uh, my guy Jonathan Hunter, DJ Nutty is that guy. So we're going to get into his story and talk to him about his story, about where he came from, his origin of being a musician and trans uh, transitioning into becoming one of the most sought after popular DJs in the Atlanta metro area. So I'm super hyped tonight. Let's talk a little bit about what the theme of the podcast is. This podcast was created to help people find their rhythm, to help them find their niche, through inspirational stories that our guests provide. We want to help you find your groove. We want to help you pursue your dreams and motivation that you can gain from listening to our guests. So hailing from the city of Baltimore, be more. Now residing in uh, Atlanta, this man is a celebrity DJ and a brilliant businessman. He has maintained a successful career for the past 20 years and he's just getting started. So let's, let's not keep our listeners waiting. Let's bring to the stage my boy to the show. Welcome to the pod, my brother, DJ Nutty the Champ. What up, hello, Nutty? Hello, what's up, my brother? How you doing, man? Yo, it's an honor to have you, bro. Like, I know you're super busy for one, and so you took time out of your busy week to just chill and chop it up with us. So we're, we're super grateful, man. Grateful to be here, man. Thank you for having me, my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's not keep everybody waiting. You know, it's Wednesday night. I don't want to get right to it because we got, we got a lot to talk about. Okay. Let's go. Yes, so being from Baltimore, Maryland, uh, famous city, popular city, you know, talk to me about how I was growing up and be more. Um, growing up in B-more was quite interesting, believe it or not. But it's a it's a story before B-more. Let's go. I was actually, yeah, I was actually born in Jamaica, Queens. Whoa, uh, my mom, please get the money. Yes, yeah, sir. Dollar dollar bill. <laughs> yeah. Um, my mom, my mom is from uh, from New York. My father is actually from South Carolina. Oh, now, wow. how they met? Now, how they met? I yeah. don't really know the whole story. Yeah. But I'm thinking it was in church because they're both ministers. Um, Absolutely. My father's a bishop. My mom's evangelist. Mm. They they met. Um, so I was born in New York. Then we uh, actually moved back down to South Carolina. Wow. Um, yeah. So I have some roots in South Carolina, Spartanburg, Greenville. Whoa. Um, that, yeah, that area. So I was there until I was probably about 10, 11, yeah. 10 years old, something like that. Then we moved to Baltimore. My father got a church. He pastored a church in Baltimore. Wow. So that's what that's what actually moved us, Whoa. the church. Yeah. yeah, so so that's why I said it's a long story, but you know, try to get make it as short as possible. Did you was so that a culture was that a culture shock for you coming from the south? Oh, major. I'm sure, bro. Major, major, major. I mean, South Carolina, Baltimore, night and day. Yeah, night and day. Um. So yeah. So my father became the pastor of a church in in Baltimore. So we moved up around ten years old. Um. And I was in Baltimore from 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 the age of ten until August of 2013. 
2013. Wow. Um, me and my wife, we decided, you know, that Baltimore, we kind of had, we felt like we had reached our peak. Um, as far as playing, I've, I've played everywhere, played at all the churches, you know, did the whole thing. You know, um, I had just kind of started my DJ career, which mm-hmm. actually started by mistake. Okay. We'll get to that too. Yeah. Um, um, so uh, of course I was playing drums all this time ever since like five years old. Yep. But too. um, like I said, long story short, around 10 years old, my father got the church in Baltimore. We moved to Baltimore and I lived there up until about tw- 2013. Yeah. It's about like 30 years of my life. Of course, bro. Yes, wow. So yeah. moving, I think you said, what'd you say? Spartanburg, Greenville? Spartanburg, Greenville. Yes. Wow. Yes. So my yes. family's from Orangeburg, which is- oh, okay. You know, yeah. But uh, that's where my grandparents are from. But that's crazy to- and Yeah, bro. And PK, I, I already understand uh, <laughs> how it was growing up. So moving from yeah. South Carolina to, to Baltimore at the age of 10, that's prime years, right? That's kind of yes. making up, finding who you are. Yeah, kind area. of middle schoolish, middle yeah. school, sixth, sixth grade, seventh. Yeah. Did you already have a love for music then, or was? Oh, I absolutely. Know, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Talk to me yeah. about that. Um, the music thing kind of started when I was a little kid down in South Carolina at the, like the age of five or six. Yeah. Uh, my father was pastoring a church in South Carolina. Right. And of course, you know, my mom. Um, shout out to my mom, Vangelis Hunter. Out mom. Right. Shout out to my dad, Bishop Hunter. Shout out um, to my father's still in Baltimore. My mom is actually relocated back to South Carolina, back gotcha. to the roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so church, uh, my father was pastoring around five years old. Uh, my mom has always been a musician, a minister of music, an organist, a keyboard player. She still is to this day. Wow. Um, Go mom. Yes, yes, yes. So, of course, you know, by her being, you know, into music, my mom had a popular choir in South Carolina, a community wow. choir called Dope. the Gaffney Mass Choir. Oh, that's located. where the peaches in Gaffney the, when you yes. drive on 85. <laughs> yes. So my mom had the Gaffney Mass Choir, which was a very popular choir in the, in the area. Yeah. Um, shout out to one of the legends of South Carolina as far as drums. His name is Fred Corey. Wow. He was the drummer for my mom's community choir. Dope. I was that little boy, you know, my drumstick sitting on yeah. the side. On the side, yeah. Watching him, you know. He was like the pocket king, you know, back yeah. in the day. So... Uh, that's kind of how the drum thing that, that, you know, the love for drum, the passion, the interest, it kind of started around that age, five or six you know, years old yeah. um, with, the, with my mom being around my mom. You know, yeah. she's the organist in the music and the choir. And yeah. I couldn't help it. It was just in me, you know, right. pause. But yeah, no, no, I um, got you. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, man. That's where it started right there. The origin started from your love of being, well, first of all, being a PK, being around it all the time. Right. And then yes. your mom being a musician. Oh mm-hmm. man, so you had a cheat code. So what kind of music yeah. was played in your house? Um, a little bit of everything, but uh I'll say 75% gospel. Mm-hmm. Um uh, uh my, my father's side, you know, it's kind of heavy quartet. My father's still heavy in the quartet in Baltimore. Oh, that's dope. my uncle, uh is a pastor in South Carolina. He's he had quartet groups. Yeah, um, I grew up, I grew up playing quartet with them wow. at the church at their church. Then in my yeah. dad's church, I got to play the right the the guy, the contemporary. Yeah. So I had a little balance. I had a little bit of balance of both. Um, so it was about 75% gospel. Um, I'll say the the remaining balance would be uh, a little bit of soul, R&B. Okay. Um, my mom, even though she was a gospel artist and musician, she mm-hmm. loved Anita Baker. She loved Patti LaBelle. She loved... Yeah. So I would hear those type of things, you know, growing up. And I was like, okay, you know, it's all types. It's more than just... Yeah. You know, you know, right. it's, it's more to this music thing. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Oh, that's dope. So did you be your mom being this great musician? Did you feel pressure to be a musician or did it just came organically? It came organically, man. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things where, you know, it's almost like you just couldn't help but 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 fall into it because that's mm-hmm. just what we we live and even to this day. Yeah. My wife is like, put your headphones on. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> right. it's 24 seven music. Yeah. It's just it's just in my blood, man. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. We we grew up similar in that way. I know typical PK stuff, right? You were in church all the mm-hmm. time, all the and, time. Yeah, and so you you were just were enamored by the love of music and just inspired by whoever you saw. So who are some of the other people? Uh, anybody else in South Carolina that helped shape you musically? Um, well, I grew up with my cousin. My cousin, his name is Josh McDowell. He's a phenomenal keyboardist, organist, musician in the South Carolina area. If you go oh. in South Carolina, everybody knows Josh. Um, so we kind of grew up together. We're around the same age. He played keys and organ. I played drums. Yeah. And everywhere we went, we was the band. You know, Batman and Robin, right? Batman (laughs) and Robin, bro. Batman and Robin. I mean, it was it was so serious that when I moved to Baltimore, he moved with me. Wow. Yes. Yes. He played at Empowerment Temple uh, for Bishop for Dr. Jamal Bryant and the whole. Right. That's what I'm saying. So. It was just in our blood, man, and that's just that's just what it was, you know. Music, 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 and um, mm-hmm. he was a great inspiration because he was super talented. Like, right, I could honestly say, you know, musically, he was way far ahead of me, you know, okay. as far as you know his musical knowledge and skills okay. and talent yeah. and what he heard, you know, mm-hmm. like it was just like, bro, you on the next yeah. level, yeah. Especially coming from South Carolina, right. that's why when he came to Baltimore with me, he fit right in. Okay, so he was already advanced by the time he got to be. Oh my he god, already... bro, he, bro, he was all the okay. churches. Everybody wanted him as soon as they heard him. They're like, yeah. "Can you play for my group? Can you play right, for my right, church?" Right. He was just yeah. like, "What am I supposed to do? I'm a country guy." You know, <laughs> so, uh, you know. But um, um, he ended up moving back to South Carolina. He's still playing at like three churches right now, okay. running things. That but um, dope. yeah, he was good, definitely a great inspiration growing up, man. Me and so him music, were Batman and Robin. Music is really like the family business. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, music in church, right? Music and preaching. Yes, yeah, that too. My brother's a phenomenal drummer to this right now in, oh, in DC, Baltimore. Dope. I'm, I'm gonna send you some clips of my brother. Please He's do, man. Yes, That's sir. That's what's up. So, uh, at what age, you know, we go through all the 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 trials, or not trials, but all the uh, paying our dues in church, right? And yes. we have to wait our turn, and we have to yes. watch the guy ahead of us, and. Talk to me about that, like, you know, finally waiting and then finally getting your, your chance. Well, you know, it came, it always would, would come a situation or a time where uh, my mom's drummer may not be able to make it to the to the gig or, or it really started in rehearsals. Yeah. Um, If he wasn't able to make the rehearsal, I would definitely, that was, that's my chance. <laughs> I'm like, look. Right. Oh, Fred not here? Oh, Word. I'm on. I don't care if I'm loud or wrong. I'm on, you know? <laughs> right. So, you know, those were the times where I actually got a chance to step in and kind of get my feet wet yeah. um per se but yeah. uh but once we you know moving ahead a little bit once we moved to baltimore my mom became uh, a minister of music at a, at a church as well my father was pastoring she yeah. it's just all church man of course and i be, i was hired as the drummer at the church with my mom she's the minister of music there as well so. so at what age did you feel like you came into your own did you feel like you were good um I'll say probably, probably uh, around, around about the time I was moving to Baltimore, I was like, okay, I can hold my own. Like, oh, so 10, need, 11. Yeah, about 10, 11. Yeah, Ooh, I'm ready. I'm holding yeah. a whole service, concert, yeah. you name it. I'm playing. You know, and I'm then, the main guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wow. And then yeah. at what age were you like uh, starting to get opportunities to get paid to play? Um, 
I'll say 13, 14. Yeah. 13, wow, 14. Because early. in Baltimore, my era in Baltimore, it was really heavy with like the groups and choirs and stuff. I mean, a mil- you go to a midnight musical, it's like 30 groups. Of course. And they all smashing, like everybody. Yeah. Right. You know, so it was one of those things, man. Like 13, 14, 15. I'm I'm ready. You know, yeah, I'm ready. Playing in the jazz band at school. Of course, yeah. The whole nine. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And uh that's when the checks, the money, not really, it wasn't checks back then. They would give you cash back then. Right. This was before Cash App. We old. Right. But um, but yeah. Did you go to a performing arts high school? Because I my, actually you did I went to a regular, I went to a regular high school in Baltimore. Milford okay. Mill Academy is where I went. Um, but some of my classmates were Mike Reed, wow. Dana, yeah, Dana oh. Hawkins. Woo! We, we all we all went to the same school, played Holy together. Holy moly. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Dana, Those are Mike incredible. Reed, Dana yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible musicians, bro. Yeah. So uh, actually you in- the singer, the singer Mario, he yeah. went to our school. Whoa. Uh, you said he just a friend. Mario. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Baltimore. Baltimore. Same high school. <laughs> same high school, bro. So you were like what a, a sophomore or junior? He was a freshman or something like that? Um, I think or- he might have been a little bit younger than me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit behind me. But um, he definitely graduated from the same school as me. That's dope. So did now you Mike all- Reed, Mike Reed and them, Mike Reed and them probably about two or three years younger. Yep. Yeah, about two or three years. So I was like a, a, a junior, senior. They were like freshmen. Okay. And gotcha. they were like, you know, like Mike, you know, was that stuff? My guy, I still talk to Mike to this day, man. Phenomenal yeah. guy. Out with Rihanna and, you know, you know, Mike. Shout out Mike Reed. You got to help me yes, get him sir. on the pod. And oh, I got to get yeah, Dana no, out oh, here too. Yes, sir. No problem. Those are my guys. Definitely, mm-hmm. man. So was music always the, the goal for you? Musician or bus? Um, music was always the goal, but okay. not DJing. Okay. I never really thought that I would become a DJ. Like I said... Becoming a DJ was kind of like a mistake. It, yeah. it really wasn't. Of course, it was God ordained. But from my perspective, it's like, how did I get here? But mm-hmm. I know how it happened. Okay. Um, it happened. I gave my wife a birthday party. At we we used to give a lot of house parties back in Baltimore. Me okay. And my wife and um, people would always come to our house party. We were some of the first people to ever have hookah at our house. Like we wow. had hookah years ago, like way okay. before it even hit the streets. Yeah. Um, so long story short, you know, we was, I gave her a birthday party and we were like, oh, what are we going to do about music? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She was just like, I don't know. You know, and I knew a lot of DJs back then from playing drums because in Baltimore, we used to do these parties where I would play drums with the DJs. Yeah. We used to do drummer DJ parties. I used to do it all the time. And yep. shout out to my boy, Mike Moore, mm-hmm. because Mike Moore kind of started it in Baltimore. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm not sure Mike if you know, you know Mike Moore. Of course. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Mike. So Mike kind of started the drum DJ things. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So me, um, Mike Moore, Devin Webster, shout out to Devin Webster. You name uh, all the killers. M&M's drummer. <laughs> all from Baltimore, all Baltimore, man. So, yeah. um, you know, we were doing the drummer DJ thing. So I kind of knew DJs, but I was like, I don't know if I want to hire a DJ, you know. And yeah. at the time, it's funny because a drum, a drummer friend of mine, who is actually a DJ as well, Dope. had we had just had a discussion about like music and how much music we had. And I was like, bro, how did you get, you know, I know we both drummers, but how did you get into this DJ thing? Mm-hmm. And he was he was explaining his story. So I said, well, look, bro, if you don't mind, man, share some of the, the software or whatever you may have. I'll just put it on my laptop. This was back when, like, it was white MacBooks. Yeah. Remember they had the white ones in the, the white MacBook? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. I still yeah. got mine. The 13 I still got it. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he gave me his software, um, and um, 
I started kind of messing around with it. I uploaded a lot of music that I already had because mm -hmm. I'm a musician. I just got tons right. of music. Of course. And long story short, we had the birthday party and I literally DJed with that software that he gave me on my computer at the party. What? I rented. What was it? So Serato, like the first one? For, no, back then it was virtual DJ. It was virtual. Okay, he yeah, gave yeah. me virtual DJ. Yeah. Right. That's kind of like the starter thing mm -hmm. system, you know. Um, a lot of people still use it. No, no discrimination against virtual DJ. Yeah. But um, so I rented a sound system from a friend of mine and I hooked up my laptop to the sound system and I like DJ with the virtual DJ on my laptop. No turntables, no controller, yeah. mm -hmm. nothing, no mixer, nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And after the party, I just remember everybody coming to me saying, yo, Nutty, like, you DJing now? I said, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm a drummer. Y'all know I'm a drummer. Right. And they was like, bro, bro, like, you was rocking. Like, the party was rocking. The party Never was stopped, right? Yeah. And, and, I, and, and I remember that night, me and my wife was laying in the bed after the party, after all the commotion. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, man, I was like, how did I do for real? Like, be honest. Because, you know, if anybody going to be truthful, your wife going to tell your, you the truth. Your woman going to you tell you the like, truth. What? <laughs> if you sound like trash, she's right. going to be like, babe, you know, I love you. But she was like, nah, you actually did a good job. Like, all my friends and everybody, you know, enjoyed it. They had a good time. The music yeah. selection was good yeah. and everything. And I said, wow. So maybe like a month or so later, I said, babe, what you think about me? Maybe, you know, trying this thing out. You know, let's yeah. just see. You know, I, so I went out, purchased a little little new mark, little, yeah. you know, beginner, $200 right. situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, she on here laughing now. Yeah. Um, this is a true story, bro. I can't make none of this up. So um, <laughs> so I started kind of working out with that. And uh my sister was pregnant. Okay. And she was like, Okay, I'm getting ready to have a baby shower. We need some music. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, you know, I got this little situation. <laughs> I could come rock. Right. And um, I could shout out to my sister Janae. My sister gave me really my first gig, um, actually DJing in public. Um and, and from there, man. Took off. You know, it took off, bro. It took off, man. So you started yeah. at home, you know, by accident, and by then accident. did your sister party, and then it just picked baby up from shower. There. Baby shower, sorry, baby shower, mm -hmm. and it just took off from there. Yes, sir. That That's is it. crazy. So <laughs> prior to this, mm -hmm. what, what what were your goals? What did you want to be? If you weren't a musician and bro. you're not a celebrity DJ now, what what did you want to be? I wanted to be this touring drummer, man. I yeah. wanted to be this superstar drummer. I wanted to be on the road. I yeah. wanted to be playing for all these artists and traveling. And and that's that's really kind of what I wanted to do, man. But yeah. uh, but God had another plan, bro. He yeah. had another plan. So I just Absolutely. had to follow. I had to I had to follow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Drumming, that... drumming will never stop for me. I still play on Sunday mornings now to this day. And but as far as gigging, nah, not gigging. That's okay though, because you are nice and you are blazing. <laughs> God bless you, man. I appreciate it, bro. Nah, my guy Nutty is the truth. It. He played, he put it. You clip are up. too. You oh, are nah. too. We're not Check talking about me though. You on this podcast acting like <laughs> come on, bro. Come on, nah. bro. The Baltimore smash for you for praise, bro. Oh man, good times, man. I think that's yeah. how we met, right? Do you remember how we met? Because I it had to be, I, it had to be like yeah. unusual. Yeah. Had to be, man. Like you probably was coming down playing with JJ Harrison, you for praise. Mm -hmm. This was the awesome, awesome God days. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, we definitely, we definitely met then. I can't remember this specific me either time, but you remember me. I remember you. Like, yep. oh, that's Jeff. Yeah. That's Jeff. Yep. Connecticut. Absolutely. Yes, yes sir. sir. So we um we have that we have that in common. Like our story is very similar. You know, growing up, okay, loving you know loving the drums and and the moving, and then now at this point in my life, moving into other ventures and stuff. I'm still playing like you. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, talk to me about your musical tree. I know you started, you dropped a few names before. Who was in your music class? Just to touch on that again, any keyboard players, drummers, yeah. you know, bass players, who was in the Nutty Family Tree? Um, well, as far as musicians, uh, when it comes to, I guess, the, the tree of, see, in Baltimore, it was it's like eras. Yeah. And my era mm -hmm. is the Corey Bakers, the Justin yeah. Savages, the Adam yes, Johnsons, Mike Reeds, mm -hmm. Dana Hawkins, Buddy Lakins, Chris Ooh. Forbes. You know what I'm saying? Like, All certified killers. Steve McCoy. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's my era. Yeah. Buggy. You yeah. know, um, you know, I Isaiah Thomas from yeah. DC, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of my era. That's kind of where I came up, you know, came up under. You know, I was really heavy into um Buggy was one of my favorite drummers coming up, man. One and, of the greatest you know, of all time. Greatest of all times. That boy will he Buggy. I don't think nobody's bust as many but bass drum heads as Buggy. Yeah. Shout out to Buggy, man. He showed me love, man. The go-go um, king. The go-go king, bro. Yeah. He can play some gospel. Don't I, Of course. Of course. Don't let that go-go fool you. No. Because I is. used to be like, I used to be like, okay, he can just play it. Man. Nah, he's sick with it. He's sick with it all the way around, man. All the way around. But um, those are some of the guys that I came up with, man. Mm -hmm. um, Dope. You know, from the area. I love it. All of those guys are accomplished musicians as yourself and- um, I remember Baltimore was our second home. Oh, you know, we yeah. were in, because we would go to <laughs> we would go to Virginia. Yeah. We would do a show in Virginia on Friday. We would go to DC on Saturday and Baltimore on Sunday night and then come home. That's or maybe it, stop or maybe stop in New Jersey or or in Brooklyn to do something yeah. at, at James Hall. But like we were in Baltimore so much. We were in Baltimore yes. so much that they recorded in Baltimore because Bro. we had such a following and, and such a you know love in Baltimore. So I got to meet a lot of the cats and a lot of guys that are on right now. And it's so dope that we met each other when we were young. Yes. Because now I get to see everybody's career skyrocket. Yes. It's so dope to see where everybody is. Yes, and, um, but, but it's all from humble beginnings because we were all kids. You know, we were all, I remember standing by you at Empowerment, just watching everybody play, you know, <laughs> waiting for my turn. You know, like we were all there, like our, all of our stories. When I get these guests to come on the pod, people are like, how do you get these people? And I'm like, I know them already. Like, I know them you, for years. Yeah, know them for years. Like, it's not, you know, Adam Blackstone, you know, this person. Like, no, I've known them from church, you know. So, you know it's, why? It's, you yeah. know why? Because we all met before this social media thing. Absolutely. You know, we had to actually get each other's phone numbers. Yep. You know, it wasn't no, so it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people know each other via social media. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They don't really know each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we came up under that era where, you know, it wasn't Instagram. It wasn't Facebook. It nope. was like, bro, I see who you playing for. Yeah. I see what you sound like in real life. Right. You know what I mean? And it, I think I just think the respect was a little bit more thicker. Yeah. It was also era. like reading the credits and, you know, oh, that's Eddie Hayward. You know what I mean? Like you, you, the anticipation. Oh, that's Justice Savage. Oh, right. my goodness. Like, you know, you, you look <laughs> you look forward to meeting these cats. Oh, Kevin Bond's yeah. coming to town. Oh, Cedric Thompson's coming to town. Like you, right? You you look forward. These people were people you idolized, and then you finally got to meet them. And some of them were cool, some of them weren't. But right. you know, you, yeah. you got the yeah. opportunity to meet these great people in man. person, not in person, social media. Right? Facts, facts, facts. I facts. love our era, man. I mean, I feel like we're getting older now, but I, yeah. I appreciate our era, yeah, uh, because it taught us how to be real human beings. You know, what yes. I'm saying a lot of the young cats. You know they on they on social media doing that thing and they're smashing it. Then it's like I'll meet them or him in person, yeah. and I'll be like, "Wow, 
They can't hold the conversation. I'm like, bro, like, really? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but, um, you know, we just came up on a different era, man. That's all. Yeah, I think our era was the last era. You know, we have manners. We, we know how to talk to people. We know how to hold the conversation. We were we there. We show inter- up on yeah. time. Like, oh, man. That's a whole really, thing we talk we really about. Had, we really had rehearsals. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like sleeping rehearsals. Like, oh, yeah. Put the work in. You, put you the know, work in, bro. It's not just like set up some lights and, and some cameras in our basement and record covers. No, we Let was... me tell you something, bro. <laughs> when I was coming up, we would do gigs. And the only thing I had to play to was an NPC track. Not right. no stems. And we, we were just happy. had a track. That's that it. was cutting. That was cutting edge, bro. And the keyboard players actually played the parts. It wasn't oh. stems. Before nine you know eleven, before nine eleven, bro, we would hit the road with eight or nine musicians. It'd be three a keyboard band. players, a whole <laughs> band, a guitar player, a bass player, three keyboard players, an organist. I mean, horns. Like we, it was a real situation. It was a real it's, situation. Now bro. you just need a laptop and a and a drummer. <laughs> well, you know, you know what's funny, man. Me being a DJ, I'm on the other side of things. Yeah. So you know, the DJs kind of have that same view they like you know we were the djs carrying those records and those crates. crates yeah and now y'all just pull up with a laptop and this yeah. and that so i can kind of understand where they're coming from but at the same time being a dj is a whole different animal man yeah. regardless if you carrying crates or you got music in your laptop if you don't yeah. know what to play when to play it and how to play it right you're done so yeah. you know so it's bigger than just pushing play and, and, and playing songs people don't understand that man so um, baltimore Baltimore is a special city, uh, yes, musically. You know, we talked about the church side of it. Talk about mm-hmm. the club side of Baltimore, as far as the the Baltimore scene, the dance scene. Like, you know, the dance wave is coming back. You know, Beyonce, Drake have put this music out, and it's new to the kids, right? That mm-hmm. they don't, they're like, oh, this is a new style of music. But we we, it's like Jordan's. Like we caught it the first time it came around. You know, Bro. like so. Talk to me about the scene of of Baltimore. A club music the baltimore music scene is incredible yeah um i really wish the world knew mm-hmm. the the amount of music the stuff that actually came from baltimore that you hear now like half of that drake album is baltimore I'm like sure. you know what i'm saying <laughs> like mm-hmm. so it, it's just you know we have baltimore is one of those unique cities that's got their own sound their own look yeah. like you know and it's so crazy because dc is so close Yes. And Baltimore, but we're so different. Like when we go to when we bro, when we go to DC, they be like, Oh yeah, you are you a Baltimore cat. You say yeah. yo and this and that. <laughs> and then you know what I'm saying? And when they come to Baltimore, we like, oh, you a DC cat, you say young, yo, he <laughs> lunching, you lunching. We like, what lunching, you know? So, right. but I have so much love for DC, man. I, I played a lot of drums and a lot of music in DC and yeah. you know, uh, in the DC area, but um. Baltimore is very unique. Um, we definitely have our own sound. Um, the Baltimore club music is really authentic. Yeah. Um, and if you've never really been to it, I'm talking about a party. We, I'm not talking about what it is now with sections mm-hmm. and, and bottle girls and hookah. Yeah. And No, I'm talking about you go to a, a warehouse with a banging sound system yeah. and music and all you do is dance, drink, and sweat the whole yeah. night, <laughs> the whole night through, bro. Uh- that's time. a Baltimore party. A yeah. good time, man. A yeah, good time. Good t- and I wow. love that because now it really it's really helped me as far as being a DJ. I understand music so much better because of my Baltimore music scene background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like how to play music, how to switch genres, how to go in, how to go out, how to do this, how to do that. I just think that the Baltimore part of my life uh, helped create 
I'm sure. What I have now. It gave you diversity in your sound, I'm sure. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just to just to be clear, because there's a lot of speculation, where does the DMV start and where does it end? Let me tell you something, man. The DMV starts and ends where Baltimore starts and ends. Because Baltimore (laughs) is its own entity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when people say DMV, like people ask me where I'm from, I never say DMV. You never say DMV. What is that? (laughs) I'm from Baltimore. (laughs) And it ain't Baltimore, it's Baltimore. Baltimore. I'm from Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? So we have our own, you know, everything. Style of dress, style of talking, way of walking, everything, you know. Um, So the DMV is, is basically D.C. Yeah. So okay. when somebody come to me, they say, I'm from the DMV. I look at it and I say, oh, you're from D.C. you from Mount Prince George's really? County. Mm, yeah. D.C. County. Yeah. Because if you're from Baltimore, you ain't going to say DMV. You're going to say Baltimore. So do y'all claim KD? KD is from D.C. He's from D.C. He's from D.C. So PG he's, he's uh, yeah. And, but I'm a KD fan. I'm a day one KD okay. fan. Like, okay. yeah. So, you know, I, I'm a KD fan, man. Um, But yeah, he's definitely from D.C., which is considered DMV. You okay. know, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. And it mm-hmm. just so happens that Baltimore sits in Maryland, mm-hmm. but we're like our own, you know what I'm saying? Your own thing. So, yeah. Because they yeah. say it stops in like Arlington, like it stops there. like Yeah, for the most part. You yeah. know, for the most part. If you're going, you know, on the south end. But yeah. if you're going on the north end, as soon as you get off of 285 at that mm-hmm. exit where it's, it's like BWI airport, yeah. Yeah. you're in Baltimore. Yeah, you're, you're in Baltimore. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I love yeah. it, man. Okay. Let's play a game called How Baltimore Are You? Oh, All right. Boy. So I, I did, did a little research. Now, I may not have the accent like y'all, but I'm a definitely, I'm going to read you the definition and you tell me what I'm, what I'm talking about in, oh, in your, in Baltimore slang, Baltimore okay. slang. All right. So <laughs> how do you say, uh, dog? Doug. <laughs> yeah. You legit, yep. man. Hi, Doug. <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> this is wild. Um, how do you say um, a crowded place with a lot of people? Um, I don't know. I don't know what okay. that is. They said crouchy. Oh, no, nah, that's not Baltimore. That's not Baltimore? Know. All right. No. Um, to be overly happy or excited about something, to be silly or in a goofy mood. Mm. Geeking. Yeah. We yeah. call it geeking. Like, yo, you geeking. <laughs> Sherry said, "Like a barking dog, <laughs> like a dog. Yes, a dog. A dog uh, hot a, dog. It's a, a hot dog. Hot dog. Yeah, hot dog. Hot dog. Yeah. What is a a fish cake? Cotty, cotty, right? That's what it's called. Cotty or something like that. Nah, I don't know what that is, bro. We eat lake trout. Lake trout. Okay, I saw that too. All yeah, right, so. we eat lake trout, bro. Fish, or you can get a fish sub. We have fish subs I, and lake trout. Lake trout. Okay, that's dope. Yeah. Um, let's say, uh, how do you say all right or okay? All right, A R D. All right, <laughs> or you'll say already. already. Already means you already know. You already. So if you know. say I'm going to the store, bro. I'll be right back. Already. Already. I yo, I love it. I love it because you are legit. <laughs> uh, you answering all these joints. You you legit. So um, how do you say wash? Because they say know. that down here. They say it like uh, what's his name? Uh, wash. You might say wash like Washington Work. Avenue. Yeah, like W A R S H. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your wife out here talking about hood delicacy. My wife born and raised Baltimore, bro. She is so Baltimore, dog. Born and raised. (laughs) How do you say sink? Zinc. Zinc. Yeah, that's a zinc. 
Wash, make sure you wash your hands in the zinc before you go out. <laughs> you know, ready. Oh man. Um, how do you do how you say shortly? Or like a term for shortly. I guess it's sure, like S H O R R, sure. Sure. That means that means shorty. Okay. Shorty. Okay. Like shorty. A shorty. Okay, I said surely. I'm sorry, shorty. Gotcha. Yeah. A short. Right, right, right. What's up, sure? A short. Yeah. Yeah. And the you last one back is home. Mirror. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so let me know your mirror. Or computer. Wow. Yeah. So that's the South, though. That's like, that's why it's uh, similar. Scrappy. I, you know, Scrappy was on Love and Hip Hop. He would say all those things, Warsh and all that stuff. Like that's really like it's uh, kind of southern kind of vibes. Yeah. But y'all don't consider y'all don't consider yourself the South. Exactly. We consider ourselves the North, but because yeah. the North kind of ends, like you said, kind of like Virginia-ish. You know what yeah. I mean? Once you get that Virginia top of North Carolina, you in the South. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that is so dope. Yeah, we can sit ourselves north, but you know, you do. We do have some some similarities, even though when, once I moved down here, I'm like, oh, that's kind of country a little bit. But yeah, yeah. you know, I, yeah, for for you guys to be a major city, there are some country elements, you know. Oh, bro, of, yeah, it is, bro. I love it. Baltimore, love- Baltimore is, is amazing because it's like you can be you can be one block in like this upscale thing, and then you go another block, and it's like, whoa. <sighs> Yeah, lock your no. doors, baby. Yeah. Lock the doors. Don't take you the know? wrong turn because that's why trouble. I love my city, man. It's yeah. so much, it's so much diversity. You got when they say be more careful, yeah. that's real. You better be, be more careful. careful. <laughs> yes, that's real. That is real. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. So let's talk about um you you alluded to this earlier. What what inspired your move to Atlanta? Okay. Um well, it was just it was just one of those things where me and my wife were just having those discussions, like, okay. Where do we want to see ourselves in like 10 years? What yeah. do we want to do? Do we want to mm-hmm. stay here and be comfortable, you know, where we are? Because we we were doing well. You know, we had a house and yep. you know, cars and we were doing well. We weren't we weren't hurting right. for anything. Mm-hmm. But my wife is a go-getter. Now shout out to my wife, Erica. I know she's on here. Shout she's a go-getter. E. Absolutely. So she's constantly trying to take things to the next level, mm-hmm. including me. Yeah. <laughs> so we had those discussions and we were just like, you know, where do we want to go? Where do we want to see ourselves in 10 years? And she's just like, um, why don't we go visit some different places and see? Cause she really wanted to go to Houston. Yeah. Um, she, Houston was on the list. Florida was on the list. Wow. Atlanta was on the list. And I think maybe LA. And I was mm-hmm. like, babe, LA, babe. I don't know. Like, yeah, we ain't, we ain't got that much money. Right. 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 So what we did was we took a, a few trips, um, and mm-hmm. visited different places. Um, and, um, we kind of fell in love with Atlanta. I was like, I think Atlanta might be a good fit, you know. Yeah. And then I, um, then I got the opportunity to be with uh, Bishop Murphy at Dream Center and yeah. play drums there. So that kind of pushed the move as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the move was because we just didn't want to be comfortable, man. We didn't want to yeah. just stay at the place where we were. We felt like we had so much more potential to do so much more, and and uh, we just followed God's lead, man. And we're here. And it's been great. <laughs> It's been actually this month uh, will be ten years for us. That's amazing, um, bro. Yeah, so yeah. much of your story is similar to mine. I keep saying it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, this year, this month will be six years for me. You know, okay. moving and congratulations, I think I, man. Yeah, same thing with you. I feel like I hit the ceiling back at home, and I needed something different, and I wanted to put my wife. We just talked about it, just like you guys. Like, you know, where do mm-hmm. we? Where are we? Where do we want to be? Right. You know, we want to try to do something different. 
And uh, we took that leap of faith and came down here and the rest is history, man. God Same is providing. Here, God is providing and he's opening new doors and making we're making alliances and you know, we're finding more people that we know and we, you mm-hmm. know, we can relate to and we came down here instantly met y'all, you know, see yeah. knew, we I didn't know you were here and then we we saw you guys we're like oh shoot and this is like right god right. is just make, making it more feel like home you know what i mean so right, right that was a dope right. experience and um it took a lot of it took a lot of, ho- of faith to to take that step to well, leave we got a familiar. story bro we yeah talk about it talk well, about it i mean we we, re- we relocated everything was smooth um mm-hmm. my wife transferred her job i transferred my job back then um i was um playing drums at a church in baltimore um shout out to first mile dollar free will baptist that's my home church yes sir um bishop oscar brown um, and then, uh, I was doing, uh, armored car service. I was doing the armored cars for a while. So I transferred. Oh, Nutty, got, Nutty got the heat, y'all. Well, I mean, I got the heat, you know, yeah, I had the heat. I've always had the heat. Always. Yes, sir. You know, uh, it's just that I had it for a job at that time. Um, transferred. And then, you know, once we, tra- once I, once we relocated everything, we thought we had all the, everything aligned. Yeah. Once we, tra- once we moved, everything just totally like fell apart. My transfer fell through mm. my wife's job. Her transfer fell through. She ended up getting laid off. And it was just like, wow, bro. Like, you know, we thought we really had everything in order, man. You know, yeah. um, so we came on some rough times. The, the move was not easy. Um, mm-hmm. man, we we we've been through a lot. We've been homeless, you know. Wow. So it's like people a lot of times people see, you know, uh they'll see the glory, but they really don't know the story. Yeah, they don't man, really know the story right. behind what we've had to do to get where we are and you yeah. know, those type of things, man. But at the end of the day, we never we never gave up on each other. We never gave up on our dreams, yeah. and we never moved back to Baltimore. We stayed yeah. here, and that was huge. We made it. We, we made it work. Yeah, we made it work. Yeah, um, we made it work, man. And um, I'm just grateful for our story, man, because it really it really humbles us and keeps us humble. Mm-hmm. Um, because we know where we came from and 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 what we had to go through to get where we are. So yeah. I don't take anything for granted. People look at me and say, "Oh." You DJed here, DJed yeah. there, and work with this person, work with that person. You don't know how many free gigs I had to do Ooh, to get my name it, out there. When yeah. I came to Atlanta, nobody even knew my name in Atlanta. Right, bro. Nobody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I had to literally walk. I remember nights where I said, babe, I'm going to go hit these streets and give out these mixtapes. T- mix mm-hmm. She said, are you serious? I said, I'm dead serious. Yeah. I used to I used to make mixed CDs and walk up and down Peachtree. And on, hand dog. them out to people. Duh. I used to go to. I used to. Do, I used to have certain nights that I would go out and and meet all the club promoters. Yeah. When I first moved here, because wow. nobody knew my name. Yeah. It just so happened one or two of those promoters gave me a chance. Gave you a shot, bro. Once I got that shot, I took it and. All you needed was an opportunity, all, though, bro. All gas, no brakes. Yeah. One thing about me. Don't don't let me come through the door if you don't want me to come through the door. Because Absolutely. if you let me in, I'm in. Don't you know give me saying? a chance if you don't want me to have it, because it's gonna be that's, my job after I get, you give me the opportunity, Fact. bro. Yeah, you know, but um, but it was a grind, man, and it really taught me humility, and and um um, I really had to get a, a stronger relationship with God, man, because I had never really been at that point, you know. I'm yeah. like, bro, like me and my family, home, like what? What's yeah. going on? We didn't move here for this, right? So yeah. I knew it had to be a better way. Um, yeah. but you know, sometimes you got to be put in those type of situations, man, to really you know, do some things to take you to the next level. I'm grateful yeah. for it, bro. Thank you for sharing that, man, because everybody sees the prowess that you have now, right? <laughs> they see where you are and they, they look at your Instagram and they see you working every night and they see the cars and the and the and you're being booked every night of the week. Then they just think it's all like that, but they don't know what you've been through. And thank you for sharing that work, because, yes, yeah, sir. 
we all have been through that situation. You know, like they see yeah. you at the top, but they don't know yeah. where to get there, bro. Yeah, I've had to grind, man. I've yeah. had to grind. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. taking way less than what I know I'm worth, you know, mm -hmm. and that type of thing, you know. But, you know, um, I'm grateful for those situations. Like I said, it taught me a lot. Yeah. Um, now, now, now it's a little bit different. I'm not taking nothing. <laughs> this is what it is, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I can refer you to somebody, you know, yeah. but, um, cause yeah, my, man. my anointing cost. It costs, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It costs, man. No, I understand that. I love it. Um, let's talk about the business. Um, mm -hmm. what are your steps for preparing for a gig? I, I call you and I need you to come in. What is the first thing you do after we, you know, make the agreement? Okay. Uh, after we make the agreement, I need to know uh, how many guests you're expecting, and mm -hmm. I need to know the demographics. I okay. like to always kind of know, uh, because one thing about Atlanta is a melting pot. So, Absolutely. you know, being a DJ here, you have to be extreme. If you want to be a successful DJ, you have mm -hmm. to be extremely uh, versatile. Yeah. Uh, like a, a week for me would be a Wednesday DJing for a corporate event at Equifax, mm -hmm. Thursday night doing karaoke in the hood on the south side yeah friday night i'm doing a private birthday party for 60 year olds yeah and then saturday night i'm doing a wedding that has 300 people from chicago new york new Oof. orleans atlanta and philly all yeah. in one room wow you see what i'm saying yeah. so it's like you can't play that same little set list no uh, it's not gonna work no so you're um, constantly making new set lists and, and, and putting together new yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I, one main thing that I do ask my clients, what's your demographic? You know, yeah. where, where are you guys from? Especially my weddings, my, my bride and grooms, um, mm -hmm. you know, where they're from, uh, you know, where your guests coming from, you know, those types of things, because that kind of gives me um, an idea of which direction I'm going to go. Yeah. Now, I'm not one of those type of DJs that DJ off playlists. I don't do that. No. Okay. Um, I'm a DJ that I DJ off the energy in the room. The room, okay. So you know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. have my crates and everything set up, so I'm gonna read the room. I'm gonna mm. see who I got, the age brackets, and all that type of stuff. And you're watching and the energy in the room, I'm sure, like how they react. I have yeah. to, I have yeah. to, I have to. So that's just that's kind of like my style of play. Yeah. Just reading the room. Yep. I love it, man. I love it. Um, because most people think the perception of a DJ these days are you just push play. You know, you just, or, you know, these kids sit up in their bedroom, they make these playlists, they come DJ off their phone, you know? So talk about the work that, that goes into it as far as um, cultivating the set list, like you said, um, reading the room. Um, you spoke yeah. about all those things. Uh, now talk to me about uh, how did you break into like uh, DJing for elite events? Like, how did you get that call to top tier? Um. It was a one of the promoters that kind of gave me my, my 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 shot, one of my shots in mm -hmm. here in Atlanta. Um, shout out to Big Dino, Metro okay. Boys. He's actually from DC, but he lives oh, wow. here. Okay. Um, Big Dino gave me an opportunity to DJ on his Saturday nights. Mm. And back then it was a club that TI owned. It was TI's club. He was the promoter. Dope. And the featured DJ was Frank Ski. Oh wow. Atlanta. So I used to open up for Frank Ski every Saturday night. Here in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Frank Ski told me, he said, Nutty, I know you from Baltimore. He said, I see it in you. He mm -hmm. said, if you just stick with me, bro, I got you. Yeah. He said, just listen to what I say. Watch what I do. Wow. I got you. And ever since that day, Frank took me under his wing, man. God is my witness. Frank is and like the, he's like the mayor of the, 
<laughs> up in but he's from Baltimore. He he was in Baltimore for thirty years before wow. he moved to Atlanta. Whoa! He, when I was on a school bus in Baltimore, I used to listen to the Frank Ski Show wow. on my school bus. Whoa! So to come here and be able to work side by side with this guy, it was just like really, yeah. That's you know definitely that's definitely God ordained, bro. Oh my God, man! Definitely. So, you know, we had those, and he gave me his phone number and everything, and we just stayed in contact. I actually started DJing at his place. He had a club then uh, called Frank Skis on, on Friday nights. So I would mm -hmm. be doing that on Friday nights. And then I would yeah. be with him on Saturday nights. And, you know, those type of experiences, man, kind of shaped me and molded me because yeah. I'm one of those type of people. Don't tell me to be a sponge because I'm going to sit here and really be a sponge. Soak and it all up. I'm going to soak it all up, man. And yeah. that that right there helped me trans transcend from just being just the regular Joe Blow DJ to getting to, like, elite type of events he invited yeah. me to dj his uh his wine event you know and mm -hmm. different things like that yeah kind of open up doors for me you know a lot of and it and it gave me a chance to be heard by the who's who's yeah versus you know just you know mm -hmm. average regular things or whatever yeah so um, it's not just that's karaoke. what helped me yeah it's not just the karaoke it's not just the open mics you know you're 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 getting exposed to different levels right. of people. I mean, you got tears. Yeah, yeah. The mayor and councilman and all these people under one roof actually hearing me spin. Yeah, you know and they like, who's this guy? You know what I'm saying? So that I think that right there is really what kind of helped me elevate, you know, myself to the next level. Uh, and when it comes to the entertainment, but it's it's a whole package, bro. Because it's your character, right? It's it's you being a man of your word, being a Absolutely. good person, holding a conversation. Absolutely. It's your professionalism. It's your 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 booking your your the, your website. It's it's yes. all of these things that these kids need to realize if they want to be successful. You can't just have an Instagram, you know. You have to have you have to have your stuff in order. And I applaud yes. you. I, I brought Thank you, you on here to salute you for one to get your story, but then to salute you, my brother, because you are a one. And if anybody deserves these blessings, it's you. Because Thank one, you, you put the work in, you study, you know, you stay on top of your craft. You're constantly reinventing yourself. I looked, I saw you had the uh, sparklers in your <laughs> yeah. back. I said, this dude is yeah. killing the game. I got, bro, I got it all, bro. I call myself the one-stop shop. And that's genius, Whatever you bro. need, bro, I got it. And if I ain't got it, trust me, I can get it. I'll get it. I'll that's get dope. It, bro. So yes, do sir. you have a team or are you just loading everything I, on your own? I do have a team. Um, okay. Of, you know, it's basically me and... Um, um, my barber, you know, uh, Grimsley, he works. He Shout works out Grims. Side. What up, Grims? Yeah. So, He's on so here. yeah, we, so we travel together, you know, it's like, I'll get my, I'll be getting my haircut in the hotel before the show, you know, and you shout know, out Grims, one of the best barbers Grimm's. in Atlanta, one of the best barbers in the world. And I still haven't been blessed yet, but I'm coming through. <laughs> now he going to charge you. He just like me. Oh, oh yeah. yeah he he, he going to charge you, but you're you going to have the, the haircut. What? You're going to yeah. leave that joint. You're going to be casket chalk, bro. Yes, sir. He's going to have you icy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Icy. I just but, did um, a gig with Grims at uh, oh, John Gray's. Over, oh, couple, okay. Okay. A couple months ago. Dope. Yeah, that's my guy. He might have been on here tonight. He, he is on. He's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's really basically me, him right now. Um, I might bring one other person on if it really gets too hectic. Yeah. But uh, we we've been rolling together for so long, like we got it, we got it down to a T, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if we if it's something like we went to Jacksonville, he do the driving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it gives me a chance to kind of rest a little bit when we Absolutely. get there. We both mm -hmm. do the load in. We yep. kind of got a system that really yeah. works for us. Um, and um, it, we just been we just been rocking and rolling, man. It's been a blessing. That's dope that blessing. you can do that with your friend too. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and we was friends easy. back home. So of course, yeah. You know, he's a bass player. We played together. I mean, it just 
it just it, it, it seems like it's God ordained, man. It is, bro. You know? Y'all get into the money, and that, with yeah. your friend, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So it's just a blessing. It's a blessing um to have him, you know, to be able to come and assist in, in, in certain situations because he can tell you, man. At the end of the night, sometimes, yeah, I've been in a corner like, bro, thank God for you. I yeah. tell him that all the time because it's to the point where now he know how to, he know where to put everything. Mm -hmm. He know where the chords go. He know what subs go where lights. Yeah. I mean. And it's just a blessing, man. He's a musician too, so he understands. And things. he understands. Yeah. He understands. Yeah, you know, he understands. So it's just a blessing. But yeah, I gotta. I, that's my team, man. Me and Girls, that we roll. Yeah, that's yep. dope. So you guys um, are rocking, right? You're killing the game. It's 2018, killing the game. 2019, 2020 comes. Mm. March of 2020 comes. Mm -hmm. The pandemic hits. Mm -hmm. Where where does that leave you? How does that affect you? Okay, so it's two parts to that. Um, okay. Before 2020. Um, when I first moved to Georgia, I kind of left this part out. When we moved to Georgia and things got kind of rough, I had okay. to figure something out. Um, okay. You know, we, I had to figure something out. So what I did was I ended up going to truck driving school. Wow. Went to you truck have driving like school. eight lives, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to truck. I went to truck driving school and I, I got my class A CDLs. Um, wow. So I started driving trucks. I had to support my family, man. You know, we were you homeless. You are a hustler, bro. I love it. Multiple streams. <laughs> my mom always says multiple streams of income. Yes, I, love I still it. I still got my CDL right now. I Let's still got go. yeah. So I started doing that up until 2019. 2019, I ended up getting laid off from my job, my truck driving job, because the business was going, of you course, know, this, yeah. things were slowing down. Mm -hmm. COVID hit not too long after that. Mm -hmm. So I said, dang man, I really gotta pivot again. Like, what is going on? You know, I yeah. thought I was straight. Mm -hmm. So um that gave me an opportunity during COVID to really, really, really tap into the virtual scene. Yeah. So almost all of my events that didn't get canceled and stuff like that for COVID, when you know when things got rough, um, it all went to virtual. So wow. I have I have the setup in the house where I can actually DJ, you know, via Zoom, mm -hmm. Microsoft Teams, StreamYard. Yeah. You know, I love it. Stay ahead so of the curve. So I kind of never really, I kind of never really missed the beat. You know, besides my church, my church did kind of. Yeah, take slow a down. break yeah. they slow down so we kind of started uh we, we were recording from home like i would record my drums mm -hmm. in the house and send uh, it in. another stream of income for this guy <laughs> he's he's session ready at home guys if you need drums cut call nutty because he'll cut the drums and have them back to you tomorrow he oh, does well, it all y'all well i mean you know because of spaceman in storage right now but okay you know when i had to do it they were they were available so i had oh. to do that and like I said, you know, my DJ business kind of didn't, of course it slowed down a little bit mm -hmm. because I wasn't doing all those in-person, you know, uh, events and weddings. Right, my right, biggest, right. my biggest thing is weddings. I do more weddings than anything. People try to call me the wedding king. I don't know why, but I do do a lot matter. of weddings. I do yeah. a lot of weddings. Um, so it just kind of went to virtual. So we yeah. were doing everything virtual. So the, the streams were still coming in. Thank God. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even during COVID, the pandemic, I really didn't. Uh, take any hits. I didn't, and and, and uh, I just seen that Biden uh, extended this thing with this PPP or something. I yeah. told my wife the other day. I said, "Thank God we ain't getting no PPP." Yeah, ten years, bro. They can come get bro, people for up to ten years. Yeah, so I hope everybody did the right thing. <laughs> they they didn't. <laughs> I hope. Oh man, but yeah, thank God that um I didn't really miss too much of a beat, man, during the pandemic. Super dope, man. So you were part of a viral moment. 
and uh, I wanted to t- touch on this. You were part of a viral moment with uh, your good friend, Dr. Jamal Bryant, where he, okay. oh, in yeah. the church in the church setting, oh, he brought you in to be a DJ, but you weren't spinning gospel. You were playing classics, hits, everything. That's um, that Baltimore in him, man. That's that ball. He can't So that kind of, it shook the gram up a little bit. You know, it shook up, you know, the, the holier than now people didn't like that. So yeah. how did you feel coming from your background? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know you said you had an open background, but like, how did that mm-hmm. feel to see that those comments and them kind of attacking him like that? Um, To be honest, man, people are probably going to think I'm crazy, but I actually felt good okay. because it actually shook things up a little bit. Yeah. Um, one thing about me, man, I've grew up in church my whole life. I've been in church my whole life. Both of my parents are, are pastors and ministers yeah. and all that thing. But it's, at some point, man, you have to be able to learn how to have some balance. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's nothing wrong. You know, I have nothing against, you know, everyone that's, that's holy than thou. And, yeah. you know, and, and that is so respectable and commendable. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you should have some balance. It's okay to listen to some clean R&B music. It's okay to you know to do to to, to do a little slide, yeah. Or, you know every now Cha-cha and again, slide, yeah. Slide. You know what I'm saying? Like just loosen up a little bit, you know. Yeah. And I just think you know, uh, Dr. Bryant, man, that's really kind of what he wanted to do. It was the pandemic? Everybody was stuck in the house, and he literally called me up. And was like, "Daddy," that's how he talked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He hit me up and said, "Bro, I want I want you to come DA in my basement." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> You know, but we did it, man. And I just think it was an it was an incredible experience. Yeah. Um, so many people reached out to me and said they enjoyed the music. And what's what's funny is, man, a lot of times you might have a few negative comments or negative thoughts or whatever, but those positive ones always outweigh yeah. the, the negative. Yeah, you know, and it never swayed him at all. I mean, it's Dr. Bryant, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he's long, he's Baltimore man through and through. He, he remember coming to the church when I was, you know, on drums. You know, yeah. a little nutty. So, yeah. you know, he was just like, man, let's shake the room a little bit. You know, just keep the music clean. He loves Biggie. That's yeah. one of his favorite artists. He loves wow. Tupac. He loves <laughs> that Baltimore house music. And I said, yeah. man, that's right up my alley. Let's do it. Got you. You know, let's do it. So it was it was controversial, but yeah. I just think we kind of needed something like that, man. Everybody been stuck in the house with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Let's just breathe a little bit, man. Music music is 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 incredible. Everybody can understand music even when we yeah. don't speak the same language yeah you can understand this music you know before i let go you know yeah. that song i don't care how churchy you are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay how much holy ghost you got you know before i let go come on saints come on amen oh, lights man. i got amen. you amen yeah no that was that was that was so dope um and i'm sure that gave you some additional exposure you Absolutely, know open people you know, probably some of the same people that you work with in church were booking you for baby showers and, and weddings Birthdays, and things of that nature. Weddings yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. People, I, I, I mean, I could be in a the supermarket. They'd be like, yeah, yo, you that DJ I see on them, Jamal Bryant. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's my man, you know? And they, and they tell you, they'll tell me straight to my face, you know what? I, mean, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. You know, you had my kids in the house dancing. Yeah. You know, uh, some people was even sharing on social media. I think I might have on some of my saved archives of their kids in the house. You know, yeah. having a good time. I mean, you've been stuck in the house during the pandemic, man. Right. Like, yeah. You know, you got to loosen up a little bit. So it was a great experience, man. I enjoyed myself. That was shout good. out to Doctor Bryant, man. That's shout out to Doctor Bryant, man. That was that was a cool experience, and it, it definitely shook up the world. Um, and it just helped everybody have a good time when they were in a in a dark place. Absolutely, man. All right, let's play a game. It's called Rapid Fire. I'm going to oh. ask you something, either or, and you just give me your first your first uh, choice. 
Okay. So powered or passive speakers? Uh, see, man, that's a hard one. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, I would I would say powered because of the technology that we have today. But mm-hmm. if it's an event that's 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 with a lot of people, over 500 people, I would say passive because yeah. they're kind of undefeated. Yeah. So I'm 50-50 on that, man. Okay. And analog or digital? Oh, digital, man. Every, digital. digital everything. Yes. No sir. vinyl. I mean, I could you could I could still do the vinyl, but yeah. you know, it's just it's just like it's a hassle. Yeah, it's kind of like why do all that? Do all that. Okay. You know. Now, uh, Mackie or Behringer? Uh, neither. Neither, because you elevated. You Alan yeah, I'm guy. A, I'm, no, I'm a QSC, QSC, RCF. Okay. Yeah. Mackie. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, QSC or Crown for amps. Uh, QSC. QSC. Mario or Joe Thomas. Mm. Y'all say Mario oh. or Mario? What do y'all say? Either one, Mario, Mario. <laughs> I'll say Mario. Mario. I'll say Mario. Mario or Joe? You yeah. say Mario? Yeah, definitely Mario. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, Baltimore. Day. Cisco or Neo? Oh, Cisco, man. Okay. Come on. Drew Hill? Come on. Okay. Drew Hill or Blackstreet? Undefeated. Drew Hill, undefeated. My the greatest, my favorite RB group of all time. You're biased, but they are amazing. I, I, but bro, <laughs> I mean, you look at the you gotta look at the archives, bro. Yeah, definitely. Uh let's go uh New York or LA. Um, I'll say it's hard, man. I'll say New York. I'll say okay. New York. New York. Uh Zildjian Sabian or Minel. Uh, Savian. Yeah, you've Sabian been playing Savian for a long time. Yeah, HXX uh, me, Doc. H-X-X. Oh, <laughs> they won't last too long. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> get the, you gotta get. Hey, you gotta get that warranty. You know? Definitely, definitely. Tama, DW, or Yamaha. Oh man, why in the world would you ask me this? Because you're a drummer. Um, growing get up, better, better growing than up, that. growing up was Yamaha. My, mm-hmm. my home church and everything. Yamaha Maple Custom. I had like 32 drums. You know, that maple custom, absolute, the natural wood finish. Diecast hoops. Woo! So uh, I grew up with that, you know, yeah. but then moving here, my church currently, I have um, I have a DW Collectives. Collectives. Mm. Uh, collectives. Collectives, yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm mixed. Oh, okay. If I had to choose, though, bro, I had to go with Yamaha. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. we grew up, we had the, we did sessions on the, the maple custom, absolute. And then mm. even when I was younger, the recording custom that Dave Wuckle, the black, Ooh. Crazy. Ooh. I mean, uh, Yamaha tones, man. They yeah, it. absolutely. Especially uh, for recording. Yep. Uh, Dominican Republic or, or Puerto Rico? Um, I just went to the DR for my birthday. I kind of like the DR. Yeah. Now the only thing, the food wasn't like as no. great as I. I didn't love the, the food in DR either. Yeah, the yeah. food was kind of like hit or miss. Like we might go to one restaurant one night and it's day mm-hmm. one, and then the next night we're like. Man, they got Uber <laughs> Eats, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. okay. Um, seven A drumstick, five A or five B. I'm a five A guy. Five A, five A. Okay, yeah, got small hands, but you know. Got you, got you. Uh, let's do uh, record box or Serato. Serato, hands okay. down. Okay. Uh, Italian or Mexican food? Because you guys um, love Italian. Y'all be taking pictures of these bro, dinners when y'all out, and I'm like, bro, Whoa. my wife got me in the gym now, bro. Yeah, because I got to get right. Yeah, um, no, I'm you look good you, too, man. bro. I want to tell you, you thank look you. Good. Bro. I you see too. you working. Yeah, you too, man. Thank uh, you. It would definitely be Italian, man. Because growing up, my favorite was like pizza. Uh, I yeah. love lasagna. Yeah, but Italian would take the win on that. Italian, okay. DC Go Go or Baltimore House? Oh, Jesus Christ, bro. 
I, I, I'm 50 50 on that, man. Because, <laughs> okay. because I love the live music aspect of aspect of the DC Go Go, mm -hmm. but then I love the party aspect of the Baltimore Club, man. So yeah. I'm 50 50. All right. If I had to choose, I would have to go with Baltimore, though, because that's really where my roots are. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Versus the mm -hmm. DC Go Go. Yeah. But I love DC Go Go, bro. If you listen to the real of authentic course. Go Go, it will really puncture, puncture your soul, bro. Yeah. It, it doesn't like, move. It's hypnotizing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my I love God. it. Usher or Chris Brown? Um, I'm an Usher guy. Yeah, me too. But Chris uh, Brown got a lot of hits. It's hard. Definitely. These hard questions, <laughs> man. God. No, no emotion tied into them. We just gonna whatever you feel. Yeah. Kendrick, Kendrick or Drake? Drake. Of course. Uh Pharrell or Yay? Um, Pharrell. Pharrell. Jay or Nas? Oh, definitely Jay, man. Jay. Definitely okay. Jay. Yeah. As a DJ, I'm sure more. Yeah, definitely, Jay. More to work with. Uh, let's go, Drew Hill or Jodeci. Drew Hill, man, I'm tired. Drew Hill, Drew Hill or is... Jodeci? You, bro, you're loyal, bro. I, I have, I have heard Drew Hill sing with, with, with no mics. Yeah, no, it's they, life changing. Yeah. It's life changing, bro. And yeah. I have heard Jodeci sing with no mics. They both can sing. Too. <laughs> so you, you see what I'm saying? It's like yeah. I gotta go off. I gotta go with Drew, man. I gotta go. Yeah, with Drew. absolutely. Yeah. My wife, she put in the chat. You have to do our ten-year wedding vow renewal next year. Okay, cool. Sherry man. said, like, "Yeah, we got to book you for that." You let me know the dates, bro. Cause woo, they move. It's, 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 matter of fact, it's gonna be this time. It's gonna be the day oh, after yeah, your it's anniversary. My wedding anniversary. <laughs> yeah, our anniversary's the second. Yeah, we that might, is the and, second and or the third. What's crazy is we're actually planning to do our ten-year. We're gonna do a vow renewal. Uh, Next year, but we wanted to do it out of the country, at, you know, somewhere. Well, we might have so, to do a we might have to do a weekend a celebration. <laughs> Y'all do it. Let's just, one let's night, just do, do a double. Night. Let's double it up. Let's just yeah, double let's it go. up, bro. Sherry, we out. Let's go. E. We out. It's ten years for y'all too. Ten years next year. I mean, actually, it's fifteen for us. It'll yeah, so ten to fifteen. Yeah. You might as well, hey, bro. Let's do let's it. Let's talk. <laughs> hey. Okay. Let's let's bring it to the close. Nike or Adidas? Oh, Nike, man, all day. Okay. Puma or New Balance? Uh, that's that's hard too, man. Look, my wife said ten years. I said fifteen, sweetheart. Fifteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, that's a hard one, bro. I'm okay. fifty fifty on that one. Fifty yeah. fifty, all right. Yeah. Um, t-shirts and and sneakers or coats and boots. Oh, definitely t-shirts and sneakers, bro. Really? I'm a V. I'm a V. My math is ain't, ain't ma mathing. Uh, I'm a, a V-neck guy. V-neck t-shirts yeah. all day. Yes, sir. All day. So you don't All miss day. home. You don't miss the snow, that the the cold. I, I, you miss I, I do miss it a little bit. I do. Um, miss and it I kind of feel bad for my daughter because my youngest, because she didn't really get the experience too much of no. it. So all she talks about is daddy, it ain't gonna snow down here. And I'm like, I'm like, you're not missing nothing. She's like, but I am I want to play in it. I'm like, but I don't want to dig it up. Like right. so uh, you know, you know how that goes, man. I definitely know how it goes. Chicken box or cheesesteak. Oh. Bro, come on, man. It's no way I could choose that. It's no way I could choose, especially for coming from Baltimore, man. Right. I'm not talking about no wingettes, no lemon pepper. Talk to wings. me. Tell us what a chicken box is for those that don't a know. A chicken box is whole a, a whole chicken wing fried hard. And, the, Just, and, the, and it is not French fries. Yeah. It's potato wedges. Wow. It's potato wedges. And what you have to do is you have to put salt, pepper, ketchup on everything. That's a Baltimore chicken box. A Baltimore chicken box. 
That's the ball. I gotta, I gotta get if it one. Don't come in, if it don't come in the box with the red, it's white with red stripes. Yeah, it's not real. It's not but real. See, we that's not that's like the crown fried chicken box. Nah, bro. These are carryouts. <laughs> see, these places, these are not um uh chain. franchises. Yeah, no, no franchise. These are okay. carryouts. You gotta go to the hood. Western okay. fries. Shout out to my man Anthony Gaines, DJ Tone. You Run gotta out. have Western fries. Got you. You know what I'm saying? And it's not yeah. wingettes. And then the no. wings are not flavored. They're regular, no. fried crispy chicken. fried whole wings. Whole wings. Whole. The yes. joints you got to tear apart. The yes. Okay. That's the Baltimore chicken box. Okay. Yes. Taking it back to the retro. Nautica, Polo, or Tommy? I'm a Polo guy. Polo, to the, huh? to, the, to the day I die, bro. Yeah. Polo. Now, y'all wear foam posits in, in, in Baltimore. Yes. Jordans are Jays or foams? I got all I got all the J's. I got all the phones. I'm Which 50 one? 50. 50 50. I, Bro, I, I, got I know Carmelo Anthony's from Baltimore, and I was listening to an yes. interview with him. He said, We don't we don't wear that. We wear pippins and we wear phone posits in Baltimore. Baltimore. But we don't even call them phone posits. we call them dopes. Dopes. We call them dopes because wow. that's what all the, the dope boys the wear. The dope boys yeah. wore. That's what he said too. No, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's legit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We call them dopes, man. So I yep. got the phones. I got I got the Jordans. I mean, I had, the one, Car- I had the patent level ones on t- all day today. So, I your, mean. Your B-Mark card is never going to be revoked. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. You I was just home a couple weeks ago, man. I was just home a couple weeks ago. And I got so, a chicken box, even so on my diet. You, I got you. But when you go home, do you do you miss it? Do you feel like you want to move back there? Or are you just good where you're at now? Um. I do miss it, but not to the point the way I want to move back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, man. I got to keep it real. I do yeah. miss it uh, because you know Baltimore is just it's just a special, special place, place, man. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. special place. I got so many memories and everything, but yeah, Atlanta's home. Like my wife said all the like my wife says stuff all the time. I'm like, man, you sound country. She's like, we live down here now. Stop <laughs> saying that. She's like, we are Georgia. I'm like, you yeah. sound like you from Georgia. Mm-mm. Um, I'm but, never changing know, my phone number. Um, and I'm and I'm doing my best. I listen to New York radio. I listen to New York podcasts. I am not gonna start talking like I'm from but Georgia. So I know it, it. it'll creep it'll creep up on you. I find myself because I have some of my South Carolina in me. I of find course. myself saying some country things sometimes. Yeah. You know, my wife <laughs> laughs at me. Um, I do still have like my DJ business line is still mm-hmm. my Baltimore four four three yeah. area code number. Uh, my personal number is a is an is a Georgia number okay but my baltimore yeah. number is never going to change that's i don't think that's ever going to change man. yeah you know? okay let's bring it let's bring it back uh bring it out okay uh flex or k capri um neither neither not not from that neither. school okay no. i'm a jazzy um, jeff guy i was gonna say jazzy jeff but yeah. i didn't know because yeah. but jazzy jeff really invented scratching he's crazy i mean i'm not like, i can't really say that he invented it but he kind of he's took credited it to with the transformer, level. right? He's credited with doing yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He he invented a certain style of scratching. Okay, not okay. A base scratch. You know, not yeah, not yeah. the scratch itself. Yeah. But he took it to another level. Dope. Um, Grandmaster Flash, if I'm not mistaken, is one of those that kind of, yeah. you know, paved the way. You know what I mean from back in the day. Um, but yeah, I'm a DJ Jazzy Jeff fan. That, that's, I love that's it. Yeah. Shout out DJ Jazzy Jeff. He showed love to the pot too. That was the one Oh, that's what's up, man. When Lil John was on, he, he showed love. Dope. He's a beast. Um, let's, Orioles or Braves? Um, definitely Baltimore Orioles, man. Baltimore Orioles. KD yeah. or Brian? Uh KD. Hands KD. Down. 
KD. Wizards, Wizards or Sixers? Um, I guess you could say Wizards, even though I really was never really that much of a fan. Who's your team? Um, as far as basketball right now, wherever KD is, I'm gonna be. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. I mean, he, wow. I was a Golden State Warriors fan. I was an OKC. I'm a really? KD fan. So you follow yeah, KD. always been that way. Always got been you. Way. Yeah. Ravens or Falcons? Oh, Ravens, bro. <laughs> I'm the official Ravens DJ for the Ravens Nation uh, South, man. Wow. I, I wet, I, yeah, I, I, I sleep, breathe, and bleed purple. Got you, got you, got you. Character or skill? Both. Both. And what's the ratio? You got to have both, bro. 50-50? Um, I'll say 75% character, 25% skill. Okay. Because your, your, yeah. your skill don't matter if you don't show up. Yeah. Talk it don't matter about, how good you are if you if you late. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, your skills really don't matter. So your character is everything. Integrity and character is everything. Absolutely. To me, to me, yeah. that's, that's, you know, that's how I operate. Super dope. How do you stay current, bro? Like with music as it moves so fast with this streaming world, you know, every day there's a new release. I think Khaled put a song out today. Uh, you know, you have um, SoundCloud, you have independent well, artists it, on the rise. How do you stay ahead of the curve? Uh, well, it's two things. Uh one is I have a 22-year-old, a 19-year-old, and a 13-year-old. Mm, you and got your own analytics team. <laughs> and outside <laughs> of that, I'm in I'm in various uh, DJ record pools, okay. which is the same record pools that go out to the radio stations. I pay wow. money monthly to get all those. That's how I have clean versions, dirty versions, acapellas, instrumentals. Those all come from the record pools. I didn't yeah. even know that existed. I don't use amazing. SoundCloud. I don't use YouTube. I don't use none of that. Those files are trash. Yeah. Yeah. So you even talk about that, the, the high quality, because you, you, are you spending like a, AIFFs and, and like waves? Or are you taking? Yeah, some of them are waves. Some of them are really, really high bit rate MP3s, like, okay. like, like 250, 320, mm -hmm. you know, bit rate, uh, MP3s. Yeah. That's that's what that's those are the type of files that we get with the record pools. And that matters. Talk line. about how that matters. Oh, it bro. matters. Yeah, um, because it just keeps your it keeps your music clean, sounding clean, the quality clean. Um, you know, people will say, oh, you can just go on YouTube. Yeah, you can just go on YouTube. But when you when you DJ through some regular some real speakers, yeah, you can tell the difference. You can tell the difference. It's gonna sound it's gonna sound like AM radio yeah. versus FM radio. Yep. And quality <laughs> matters. Qu quality matters because you, you may not think it matters, but the what you give out is representing your brand and and, and your 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 expertise, right. you know, like the amount of work you put into it. So sonics matter. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, and you know, and the way I look at it, man, you know, I charge, I think, you know, pretty nice for what I do. And I feel like yeah. I have to give people the quality of what they're paying for, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I take that very seriously as well. And I tell people all the time, it's just like anything else. If you want a Mercedes, you go to the Mercedes dealer and you're going to pay that money. But if you yeah. want the buy here, pay here, mm -hmm. that's what you're going to get. Have you ever had a crash and burn on a set where oh, you, know, oh, you put yeah. something together and it, it just didn't hit? Oh. Oh, many times, man. Many times. <laughs> you just gotta learn. You gotta learn how you gotta learn how to pivot and learn how to not to not panic. Yeah. Um, DJing is a process. I'm one of those type of DJs. I it's a process behind it's always a method to what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, um, because the way that I DJ, I'm kind of one of those, I'm like an airplane. You know, how the airplane mm -hmm. hits the runway and then it yeah. goes up. Well, I'm like that. And then I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna hit you up real hard, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's a method to the madness, and you just have to learn how to be able to not panic. Um, because one thing I do know, if I play a song that may empty the dance floor, 
Mm-hmm. Trust me, I know a song to get it back full of. Get it back up. So don't That's panic. Dope. All right, perfect segment. Let's go to a segment I just made up called Shut the Party Down. Oh. All right, so let's do five records from any era that get the party going. Oh, of course. Uh, before I let go, um, mm-hmm. this is how we do it, Candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's the era of the Afro beats. So, you know, yeah. Essence, Wiz Kid, you know, mm-hmm. um, any of those songs will kind of get it moving. You know, yeah, so Chris Brown. That'll make, that'll encourage back. People. Yeah, and if you got if you got that 30 and over kind of crowd, you can always warm them up with like some Usher Bad Girl, you know, okay. especially for uh one thing that I do is I kind of work towards the ladies because if you can get the ladies on the floor, the yeah. fellows are gonna follow. Absolutely. They, they'll follow. So Dope. yeah. Top five wedding songs. Um it don't have to be this, top five. This is why I love you. Oh my major, god! Major, shout out Major. I actually DJ for him before too. So Major, yeah. Uh, Spend my life, Eric Benet. Um, uh, and so many man. Let's get married. Spot. Let's get married. That's that's one. Either the slow one or the Run DMC remix. Yeah, they like that. Um, but I think Major has got to be, you know, that's one of them. Uh, John Legend, uh, you and I, John Legend. Okay. That's a that's a that's a popular wed, wedding song too. Dope. That they like to kind of come in on. Yeah, but it varies, yeah. man. It varies. Got you. What's your favorite era in rap? Or I'll say favorite era era in music. Nineties. Nineties. I can play nine, man. I can play nineties for nine hours straight and never repeat a track. Nineties, <laughs> so, um, man. Full 90s, the whole 10 year span. Not early Bro. 90s, not because you can go all from night. you can go from New Jack swing all the way into the late 90s, right? I like yeah. all, all of it. New edition, all the Bobby Brown stuff, SWV, all mm-hmm. that. All yeah. 90s, you know. Yeah. Naughty by nature. I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna touch on all that. And those do all those that. records work in any era? Because if you're doing oh, a kid oh. party, you can't pull those out. No, sir. No, sir. Yeah. You can't play no night. You can't. You can't come in there playing OPP at the kids' yeah. party. Um, you got to be very selective. You know, you did my niece's party. party. You, you sh- shout out to you. you did my niece's party, oh. and you had them little kids popping and jumping in there. So thank you. You man. knew what it's to a, do. It, it's a different beast. It's a different yeah. beast. But like I said, you know, um, my children, you know, they definitely keep me on my toes. Um, mm-hmm. But you actually have to. You just have to do the work, man. Like people yeah. just think it's so easy. You have to keep. Like you have to keep. Even as much as I don't like listening to the radio, I yeah. have to. Yeah, I have Got to it. know you know what's popping, right? TikTok, you know what I'm TikTok. saying? Like, wow, talk about it. They they just want to hear that stuff. You know, my yeah. daughter she puts me on like, Dad, this is this the new TikTok thing. This the new. I'm like, what is that? I'd be I'd be like, God, that sound like an old man. But I'm like, what is that? <laughs> but like I said, in the in the in the business I'm in, I have to I have to be alert to that. So you find the viral clips and then you research where the record came from and then you play mm-hmm. it and then the kids mm-hmm. respond mm-hmm. to it. Or they'll or sometimes, you know, they'll request, they'll request it or ask for certain things, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that keeps and I t- I may I either make a mental note or I make a physical note because I am getting yeah. old. Okay. And um, you know, yeah. So those those things are very important, man. Very important. You gotta you gotta be able to pay attention to your situation. Every situation is different. Mm-hmm. And yes, I try my hardest. Shout out to Taylor. I try my hardest to stay relevant. I try yeah. my hardest. That's amazing, man. So being an elder statesman in the game, like right, you've been doing this for 20 years. Um, how do you mentor the younger generation without sounding like a hater? Because everything, a lot of times when we give them advice, they don't want to hear it. But if they come to you, Jay-Z. how do you approach it? 
What's up, JG? I see you, man. Um, Nettie, I want to get on. Like, how I get on? You know, like, what what I what do I have to do? I, I mean, a lot of times, man. To be honest, they'll hit me on social media more more than anything. Okay. I'll get DMs all the time. Say, hey, bro, send me your phone number. I'm like, huh? <laughs> So yeah, I was, I'll send them my phone number and, you know, they'll say, I'm just trying to, you know, learn or whatever. I say, okay, we'll come out to this event because mm -hmm. about 80% of my events are private. So yeah. you can, I can't just invite you to somebody's wedding. Of course. You know, no. like, but like this week I'm at Monticello on Friday. That's open to the public. So I'll say, yeah. Hey, come out to Monticello, check out the vibe, you know, see what I, you know, what, what I'm kind of playing and what's hot, whatever. And, yeah. you know, I'll just try to encourage them that way. And I'll tell them, you know, make sure you keep your ear to the streets. Make sure you work on your, your transitions. Mm -hmm. Make sure you work on, you know, your beat matching and your blending and, and stuff yeah. like that. Because, but, but, but DJing, man, it's a different animal because you can work yeah. on all that stuff and then get in front of a crowd of people and flop because yeah. you don't know how to read the crowd of people yes. that you're in front of. You know what I'm saying? You can have all the skills in the world, but then you don't know what to play. Yeah. And you, you're done. You're done. Right. So just, you, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those type of things where you really have to put your, put the work in and really, you know, listen to go out, listen to other DJs, hear what they're playing, listen to their, you know, listen to their approach yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and incorporate it into your own approach. Yeah. Because that's what I do. I listen to other DJs and then I incorporate it to me. I make it nutty. I make it me. Is you it know? difficult? Is it difficult to open for other DJs? Because I know there's an unspoken law about playing the top records before the feature DJ. And I know you've opened and you've been the feature DJ. How does that work? Let me tell you something. It's like a it's like a, a a a DJ rule. Yeah. That if you're the opening DJ, you're really not supposed to play the current hits. You know what I'm saying? And it never bothered me. Even when I opened, when I closed, it I could do either one because my music uh is so deep. Your it's music. so much my <laughs> I'm from Baltimore, man. My music is so deep, man. It's like, yeah. you know. It's never been a problem for me. I've seen it be problems for other DJs. They yeah. don't know how to, to open. All they know is the how to play the hits. Yeah. They don't know how to talk on the mic. They don't know how to interact with the crowd. Yeah. All they know is to play the hits. Right. And after you burn through those hits, then what? Then what? You're done. You're yeah. done. You right. know what I'm saying? You're going to sink like the Titanic. You got to be able yeah. to be able to dig into those different genres, take them on a musical journey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you come to one of my parties, we're going to go international. We're yeah. going to do it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might play a couple, you know, I never would have made it remix. Yeah. Anything. You know what I'm saying? Because- And you'd know, be surprised you how that hits. Like people- You'd be surprised. Still, yeah. Those, those shackles still hits, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'd, yeah. You'd be surprised. You'd, you'd, be, you'd be surprised, man. But yeah, so it is a it is a rule though. Go, yeah. Opening DJ should have respect for the closing DJ. It doesn't yeah. happen all the time. You know, the respect is not there, but it is. Right. Okay. Got you. So you've done the show. Gig is over. Wedding's over. Um, how is it? How important is the networking piece now? Because, you you know, people are wanting to interact with you. They want to talk to you. They want to get your website. How important mm -hmm. is that networking piece? Because that I'm sure that ensures you to get the next the next date. Absolutely. Um, it's very important, man. Uh, always have business cards. Um, well, right now. I've kind of switched over to um, to the to, to the dot. I have a dot card where they actually scan the barcode, um, and the barcode gives them all my information all in one, and they can actually save it directly into their contacts That's right dope. from that barcode. Um, 
so yeah, uh, uh, that is very important. You know, talking to the clients, talking to the potential clients, talking to the guests. Um, you have to be, you have to be approachable. You know, I'm not one of those guys that you can't come up to, um, and, and talk to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Very important. Okay. How important is it to invest in your business? You know, I, you have, you have, you said you were a one-stop shop. Tell, mm -hmm. tell me some of the things that you offer and then talk about investing, always want to level up and then insuring your, your, your equipment. Yes. Uh, yeah, I have full insurance because uh, a lot of the venues here in Atlanta as being an entertainer like me, uh, you have to have insurance to even come in the venue. So I have wow. over two million dollars worth of coverage yes, um, to even be in the venue. Yeah. So you have that. That's one. That's one thing. And then two, investing is very important because I'm the type of person I don't like to use other people's stuff or be depending on nobody else for nothing. Right. Yeah. I have all my own sound. I have all my yes, own sir. lights. I have my yeah. own sparklers. I have my own fog. I have my own DJ. All those DJ booths I own. Everything. Yes, sir. My TVs. Yeah. All that stuff is, you know, because I just like to have my own. And it's very important to invest. Um, make those make those investments because you'll make the return. You'll I'll yeah. pay for that stuff, you know, over and over and over and over again. Yes, sir. So it's very important to invest and have your own stuff. Now it's nothing wrong with you know uh subcontracting. I, yeah. I have I've been to that point before. Of course, I haven't yeah. always, you know, right. but mm -hmm. you want to try to work to have your own everything. Facts, facts. I love it, man. Well, that is that is it, man. I, I have one last question. Well, two questions for you. Um, you're a family guy. Um, how important is family to you, and how important is it having that support of your spouse in, in your um, business, being a business owner? Family is 110% important to me. Some like yeah. last weekend was our last week was our wedding anniversary. Yeah. I turned down every single every single inquiry that came in, I turned it down. Everything. Yes, sir. Um, my, my daughter started school mm -hmm. two days after our anniversary. Um, and I just wanted to really spend some time with family. And I try we try to balance it out, me and my wife as well. Um, because she has a full, full blown business and she still works a day job, you know, as yeah. well. So um Family's everything, man. And I try my best to make sure I balance those things out. Um, uh, I do work a lot, especially on the weekends, but you might see us on a Tuesday night bowling. Yeah. Or skating or balance. dinner. Like we we do we do a lot of that, man. We do a lot yeah. of that, you know. So um it's very important, bro. You gotta mm -hmm. do that. And my wife is my number one supporter, man. She's 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 the one that pushed me to really get into the DJ thing. When I met her, yes. I was doing nothing but playing drums. Yeah. Wow. You know. So she said, hey, baby, if you feel like that's something you have an interest in, give it a try. Yeah. And it, it worked out great. All right. Uh, shout out her business because she's an amazing yes. uh, baker. baker as well, right? Absolutely. Sweet yeah. Lois Cake is her uh, Instagram name, which is uh, S-W-E-E-T-L-O-I-S Cake. Yes, sir. And that, the Lois name came from her grandmother. So nice. uh, rest in peace to her grandmother. She named her business after her grandmother because that's where she got the love for baking. That's amazing. Um, and it's www.sweetlois.com is our website as well. That is what's up, man. Legacy, how do you want to be remembered? Um, I just want to be And you got a long way to go. I'm not I'm not sending you away, <laughs> but I'm oh, just saying, you know, we're at we're at the part of part of our life where we reflect and we're always thinking right. about the future. You have children, three beautiful children. You're thinking right. about every move you make, I'm sure everything I do is thinking about the future. So future, we're at that point absolutely. in our life. So how important is the legacy and what you leave here? Um, 
the legacy for me, man, I just want to be uh, remembered and known as, as a great guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a lot of fun. I think that's that's where the name Nutty came from. I've had that name yeah. since I was 15 years old. Um, yeah. So um, I just want to be remembered as, as a great guy, great person, stand-up guy, um, do things right, um, treat mm-hmm. people right. Um, because I'm just the type of person I like to treat people the way that I want to be treated, man. And, yeah. and I don't want to be treated like crap, so I'm not going to treat you like crap. Now, if you yeah. come at me sideways, I'm still from Baltimore. So Baltimore, just just remember that I'm always strapped. <laughs> but outside of that, um, God be praised, and you know I want to just be remembered as a great guy and and make sure my family's set and taken care of, man. That that's my yeah. biggest goal. My 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 my, my that's what I want to do. You know, I want yeah. to be remembered as man. Absolutely. Guy. There you have it, man. Episode six is a wrap with my brother DJ Nutty Jonathan Hunter. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful that my guy took out time to hang out with me tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, success. I hope we weren't is... too boring, man. <laughs> no, man. That was amazing, man. Success and blessings to you, bro. You are uh, a great person for one, and then two, an amazing musician, and then a great businessman, DJ, and entrepreneur. So I just wanted to bring you, because I know you had something to share, something that would inspire and motivate the next generation and also people that are in the grind like you. Um, I'm the come up. You know, you're rising. You are a rising star, bro. And I'm I'm privileged to know you. I'm privileged to uh, call you friend and brother. And I'm happy to see your success and and your elevation, man. So I just wanted to bring you on the show to get some insight, to get some gems. Yes, you sir. dropped you dropped them. You left enough for us to, to make a whole. <laughs> That's why I asked you earlier. I said, I said, how much time you got? How many hours you got? Oh man, and, and we could literally keep going, but I don't want to yeah. hold everybody too long. Right. I appreciate yes. you, man. Thank you so much for your time. Um, and real quick, I will... man, I want to appreciate you too, man, for the invitation, bro. Oh no, doubt. I really appreciate, man. I really appreciate it, and I commend you on stepping out and doing this podcast, man. You always follow your dreams, man, because you never Word. know where to lead you, bro. Thank that's you. serious. That's that's serious, man. That, you know, don't ever let nobody tell you, nah, bro, you shouldn't do that because yeah, I had yeah. people tell me, oh, you shouldn't DJ. I yeah. say, oh, really? And now yeah. they look, they now they hit me up as forgets. Exactly. But um, but yeah, always follow your dreams, man, and I commend you on this, and I really appreciate the invitation, bro. Thank you, man. Shout out to your social media. So where can they find you? Website, um, yeah, website is www.djnutty.com. Uh, Instagram, DJ Nutty, the number one. Uh, Facebook is DJ Nutty, the champ, T-H-E champ. Um, if you, you should be able to find me there. You know, yeah. I'm everywhere. And I know Chip got me on his page. So. Oh, yeah. And he will travel. So he... I do travel. Yeah, I For do the travel. bag. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's going to cost you a little bit. But uh, I do travel. And uh, I, I'll definitely, um, I'll definitely be, I would love to come and do something for you. Absolutely. So there you have it, my guy, DJ Nutty. Episode six is a wrap. I appreciate you, bro. I'll be in contact with you soon. Uh, this episode is going live. It's live now, and it'll be okay. audio will be available tomorrow. So I, I love and appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, bro. Yes, sir. So that concludes episode six of Musician Memoirs. I told you it was going to be dope. Nutty had a lot to share, and he he dropped a lot of gems. He gave us a lot of insight on how he became a successful celebrity DJ. I'm so grateful to him. Our next interview is next week, August 19th, with super producer, Grammy Award-winning producer Cedric Thompson from Donald Lawrence, Tri-City Singers, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, Karen Clark, so much more. You don't want to miss it. He is a legend. I mean, a legendary producer. Cedric Thompson will be my next guest from... Is he from Charlotte? Is he from Charlotte? Charlotte, North Carolina. That's right. And he has written and produced and won a Grammy Award. He's going to tell us all about it. I'm super humbled that he's going to take time out to be on the show. And you don't want to miss it because he has 
a lot of stories. He's worked for the most uh, epic artists in gospel and uh, R&B, so you don't want to miss it. Cedric Thompson will be on the show next week, and we're going to be on In the Pocket with Chip G. Uh, that's going to be episode six of our Legend series. So join us next week. Same, well, actually, it's going to be on a Friday, not on a Wednesday. So Friday the 19th, we're going to air that. Thank you. Continue to stay in the pocket, and I'll see you next week.